It's really like it's rough because I feel really awkward talking about money just in general mm. um, with people that I'm close with Same. about what I'm buying because then obviously they're gonna be a bit embarrassed that they're like, oh, I can't do it. Sorry, yeah. like, I really wanted one, but I can't. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Up and Becoming podcast, a space for inspiring and empowering conversations for the dreamers, creators, and self-starters. I'm your host, Kurt Bingham, and you're listening to episode 12. For episode 12, I'm speaking with Ella Lister. Ella is a good friend of mine, an artist, and someone that just inspires me with her tenacity and way of focusing on what she does she's an incredible artist especially when it comes to watercolors she paints the best ice creams don't tell her i said that but um you're really going to enjoy today's episode as we talk about price how to value yourself and what it takes to truly become an artist that uh, pursues their dreams Today I'm with Ella Lister. Hello. Uh, Ella is an artist and a friend of mine, and we are having this conversation in. <laughs> I don't know. In like a basement. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like yeah. a bunker, not it really. Is a bit, yeah. But it's got no windows. It's good. We've got tea. Um, but I wanted to to chat to Ella because um, she is an incredible artist and someone that I know to work. <laughs> relentless hours on um, her artwork, but I always like to ask um, my guests who they wanted to become when they were a kid. Ooh. Um, so I would say um, probably growing up, I was thinking I'd probably be an architect only because when I was little, I was always drawing like architectural plans for some reason. <laughs> And I was always, like, making Lego houses or on The Sims building houses. I wasn't so interested, like, making the people, like, playing out the people's lives. But I was building houses on The Sims all the time. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be an architect. And we had architect um, friends and they were like, yeah, for sure. Like, you'll come work for me. So I was just like, that's what I'm going to do. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when adults, when adults like give you their confidence and they're yeah. like, "Yes, you can come work for me," you feel like yeah. <laughs> you feel like the best. I was like, "Sweet, I've got it sorted." That's crazy. Well, yeah. where obviously not that. Yeah, where did that take you? Wanting to be um, an architect was that something that actually outplayed in school, or did art kind of start to take over? A little bit. Uh, when I had my design technology class, I, there was like a couple of times I had like little projects of designing houses and then I had uh, work experience at an architectural firm. Uh, so I thought I might do that. Um, I wasn't totally sure. But then I went to university for one year. Yeah. <laughs> and I did a fine art degree, but there was a little course I could do that I took. It was kind of like an interior architecture um, course. And I started it and I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is not what I want to be doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it turns out it looks more like mathematical or I just hear stories of just having to 
work with councils and like mm. laws and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, that's just gonna. So you wanted a bit more freedom. Yeah, freedom. definitely more freedom. Yeah, and in pursuing that freedom, did you did you just start painting for fun or? Yeah, I mean, I've always been painting for fun. Like, since I was a kid, I've yeah, always even just now. been doing yeah, <laughs> I've always been painting. Um, I, when did it become a thing? Yeah. Well, I was like, after school, I guess, I was taking commissions. Mm. So it wasn't like a full-time job yet, but um, I worked full-time for a little bit. And after that, I worked with someone and he said to me, he was just like, well, my like thoughts are as if you want to become a full-time artist people don't usually people say that you're not really an artist until you have your own exhibition so then that's kind of was like okay I will just that's what I'll do yeah I'll work to have an exhibition and then maybe I can call myself an artist yeah wow (laughs) and that just turned into a full-time thing so completely and your I guess you end up having an exhibition. Yeah. When was that? When was your first? When was your first exhibition? I don't know that. So I had been in exhibitions before. They were like a group exhibition. Um, I did one. Oh, I think the first one would have been like 2015. Yeah. Maybe it was like a Yen magazine art award exhibition. Oh, awesome. That was pretty cool. Um, but then my first solo exhibition was last year. At the beginning of last year. Yeah. Um, it just went for a week in Surrey Hills. Yeah. A week? Yeah, that was awesome. That's awesome. What was that? What did that feel like? What was the lead up to that? It was really weird having my own exhibition. Because usually, like, I find so much joy going to exhibitions. Like, yeah. It's so exciting. Um, but it was obviously really daunting having my own one. And I was doing all the work towards it. Like, I don't have a team. It's just me. So organizing that was a lot of work. Was and that to cover costs or was it more control? <laughs> <laughs> Probably more control. <laughs> yeah. For the listeners, oh, yeah. Ella, um, Ella's like, she's just not, uh, I don't think the word's pedantic. I think it's just thorough. She likes to I'm do things thorough. a certain way. Yeah. Um, and I'm particular. Yeah. If you were to tell us a little about, bit about your art, because for mm. me, you know, we were just upstairs and look at one of her paintings that she's drawing and it's like, what would the size be of that? Oh, it's like postcard size, yeah. I'd say. But yeah. it's postcard size, but if you think think of a photo and then think of like the detail, the int- like intricacies of Ella's work is ridiculous. Like she must have like super zoom eyes for sure. They're pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty for me, scared of having I was like trying there. to pretend that I was going to paint something and like my hand was shaking. So <laughs> it was not my, it's not my uh, cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, tell us how you ended up on watercolors because that is one of the hardest yeah. things to do. Um, so originally I started painting with watercolors because, so my mum grew up on an island off New Zealand called Great Barrier and it pretty much majority of the island has like no wi-fi no electricity it's all like generators that um yeah that are working and then so there's not much to do like we do go on like lots of walks we go fishing we played volleyball or something yeah um, but is that just on holidays or are you living there for a bit um we went for a couple of weeks there was, i think there was like some kind of 
like <laughs> really like remote seminar that my mum was doing on the island. Okay. <laughs> um, but I always, when I go traveling, I try to bring something. So you like arty. So usually I'd bring like pencil and paper, I guess. But this time I decided to bring like a tiny little watercolor set. And so because I had all the time in the world there, I just decided to yeah. paint some like things that I saw and I had like in magazines next to me or something. And then I just realized that I was <laughs> pretty okay at it. Yeah. But if I look at the paintings that I did back then, I'm like, wow, that's terrible. It's so like, it's so basic. But it's, yeah, I just really, from then I painted and people were like, oh, this is cool. So I just kept on doing it and I just got better with more time that I was painting. Yeah. Did you find that with working on like watercoloring, um, getting kind of that validation from people that you were good at it helped. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think I I do know that I've always like had a bit of a talent for art. Yeah. Um, definitely, the support always helps. Yeah, yeah, completely. When people encourage you, it's definitely like a lot more. Um, what's the word? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it just makes it's it real. a lot. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. To keep on going and doing it. Totally. To pursue it. And then yeah. if you're getting supported, like if you get, find, like people, someone buys your painting, mm. then that... That's a lot of affirmation. Yeah. yeah. But in that um, that moment when you had your exhibition, what was that like with all the eyes being on you? Yeah. It was... <laughs> I will be honest and I'll say that I actually... It, I didn't love it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really... <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, the yeah. opening night was... I was just like, just get through this. Because I'm not really hmm. someone that loves to talk about my art or I don't love attention. I really <laughs> yeah. am more to myself, um, prefer to kind of stand on the outskirts. <laughs> so then having everyone come and, yeah, all the eyes are on me, it was really tricky. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of like I don't really feel much stress, but it it that night it was yeah <laughs> that <laughs> night where you were that stressed that was a little bit stressful yeah yeah and I guess you would have just been able to stay close to the people that know you yeah. <laughs> trying to just stay close to the yeah. people that aren't just gonna have trying to have small talk with yeah, you and exactly. tell you your art's cool yeah I was like looking around like who are my close friends I can just like slip away real quick yeah well when when it comes to admiring artwork Mm. um what what are some good ways to actually compliment an artist oh I mean what for me when I look at art there's different things that I appreciate about different works so I I don't know if it's all the same because some people will see um, more of the concept and get that out of it, like the meaning behind the work and some of those are like really rich with meaning and things. Um, and then some artworks, I'm just like, the detail is yeah. incredible. Like I just have like an appreciation for detail. I think that's why I went down that road. And that's why your, your paintings yeah. are ridiculously detailed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then others, I'm just like the colors or the texture. I mean, I think there's just different things 
Yeah, so none of those were awesome or cool, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like, well, I mean, some of those compliments when you get at an exhibition, they're like, wow, this is so cool. And you're just like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, which is, I guess it's yeah. needed. Like you, it is, yeah. You want people to appreciate it at exactly. a standard level yeah. and then people that really kind of are in that world yeah. to appreciate it on yeah. another one. Yeah. I do think as well, though, when people notice more like other things like what yeah. the detail and I'm like yeah and I can tell more about that specific thing like I've got more to talk about or be excited with them yeah because Cause if they yeah, say it's something. cool you can't really talk to yeah, it yeah I'm just like yeah thanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh I've, I've had that experience with photography yeah. just even recently I did a shoot and I didn't really get any validation or affirmation mm-hmm like after I sent them the gallery and I usually get a text or something like quite quick yeah and it just like made me nervous for like a couple days and then they like posted them Instagram and like every you know whatever the comments people were really happy about them but for me I still was really longing for that yeah yeah, that validation which I find is interesting as an artist because I think for me money is nice Mm. but I just I like take I like hanging out with people and yeah. taking photos. So yeah. the money part's cool, but it's also I think knowing that you've done a good job is yeah. really important to me. My brother and I were talking about this because he does a lot of work that I mean yeah. all different kinds of work, but that requires a lot of work that he puts into whatever he's creating. And <laughs> he was talking to me, and he I were kind of just resonating with each other. We we're just saying like. It's a bit annoying when you spend all this time or, like, you're doing something so passionately and then maybe you'll post about it on Instagram. And you know, necessarily I'm thinking, like, oh, I want people to compliment me. Yeah. But at the same time when no one does, you're like, I spend so much time on uh, yeah. this. It's like <laughs> I this. appreciate it. Because <laughs> the, one, the one upstairs for the yeah, yeah for our listeners, like, it's taken her, like, 50 hours. Yeah, just more. over 60, I think, today. Yeah. It's been taking. And it's, like we said, it's a postcard. Like, think <laughs> about how small that is and then think about, like, the intricacy of the detail. Um, you can have a look at her Instagram. It's ellagrace.art. Yeah. Um, and there's a few things on there. I really like the ice creams. but yeah. <laughs> A lot of people do. She did um, a series where she got her all friends and people to hold up an ice cream and just, like, she'd paint it. It'd, like, it'd get drippy and, like, drip down the hand. And then she, like, paint it and it looks, it looks like, real white. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, those were a bit of a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, though branch out from the ice cream thing yeah. because I didn't want to just be known as the ice cream girl which I was kind of that's getting true. that name oh that's so, tricky yeah. um <laughs> when what about when you are you are creating artwork and you do then get pigeonholed like that how do you how do you respond to that I yeah it is tricky because even after the ice cream exhibition I was already starting to get sick of painting them as I was working up to the exhibition. Um, I do, like, when I get stuck into it, the time just goes, like, flying. Yeah. Um, but even after the exhibition, people were still asking, like, for commissions of ice creams. And I thought, you know what, if I just have an exhibition of ice creams, I can sell them all and then I can start a new and then yeah. that'll be it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, just getting out of it, I think I just had to start painting other things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think something we, we've kind of been talking about a little bit is um, the perspective of price and mm. how people perceive art. Like the painting upstairs is a postcard size 50 hours. And like Ella was just saying to me, you know, if she, I guess, do the math, like if she times her the 50 hours by like $20, like that little postcard's going to be a thousand dollars. And in most places, like you think that's outrageous, but we don't think about the time put in mm. or the, I guess even how much like the, the paints cost and all of yeah. those things. And that was actually really eye opening to me when you first told me, cause it's like, wow, like I see a painting and I think, Oh, twelve fifty for that. Yeah. Really? And it's then tiny. Why you know, would you? Yeah. exactly. And I guess maybe that's because the maybe just where I'm at in my life. I'm like a young, you know, mm. I don't have that kind of money to just like yeah. invest into an, yeah. a painting. But then you, it just gets astronomical in price. Yeah. Um, as it is. Well. Yeah. It is really hard because I have a lot of friends also wanting to support me or wanting an artwork. And yeah. Like, hey. I would love a painting. Like, what's mm. the kind of pricing that you do? And none of them obviously can afford it. How do you feel in that it. moment? Yeah, yeah. It's really, like, it's rough because I feel really awkward talking about money just in general mm. um, with people that I'm close with Same. about what I'm buying. Because then obviously they're going to be a bit embarrassed that they're like, oh, I can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I really wanted one, but I can't. I'm like, I already kind of know when people ask. I'm like, it's not going to be. Do you, do you ever preface, do you ever just tell them straight out or do you always kind of say, hey, like, it, they are pretty expensive? How do you deal with that? Um, I usually just try to tell them straight out. Yeah. At first I didn't. That's the best way. Yeah, but I think there was times I didn't say things. I, I guess I wouldn't say how long things would take me or what kind of price I'd usually charge. And then I ended up um, on a few occasions just – not being taken advantage of but like also i'm i'm not like saying what how do i i think i get what you're saying yeah Yeah. it's not being taken advantage of but rather you've put yourself into a corner because you want to help someone yeah you want to you want to give them what they desire because it makes you happy to make art exactly and i feel the same way with photography like the amount of and it's usually friends. Yeah, and you want to help like, them out and you uh, want to do things for them, but you end up kind of selling yourself short. Yeah, like I'll shoot my price get out for weddings Yeah, and I know that I'm expensive yeah. like because it's like, well, we, you know, it's like that 50 hours or that 90 hours you do on a painting. Yeah. I have invested in, you know, a degree and I've invested in, in time and in photography and I've been doing it for mm. years and that all adds value so then I can price myself at a bit higher Um, and I I don't I used to find money tricky to talk about but these Mm. days I find it kind of more empowering to talk about because to me everyone seems to be facing the same thing and when we are asked by our friends and I think our friends have good hearts but Mm. um, often I'm like four times what they're thinking you know and I have prefaced in the past and said, hey, like, I actually am a little bit more expensive than, say, you know, this person or this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but this is this is my price guide. And it's it's tricky. It's, it's really yeah. hard because I want to 
I want to help them. I want to take mm. photos for them, mm. but I also have a business. Yeah. And I have to run it. And um, I don't yeah. know if I've landed anywhere yet with it, but um, mm. I also find that when I shoot, whenever I lower my prices, I always I find it quite hard. <laughs> the shoot's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't enjoy it as much, yeah. I think, because it, it's even I had a conversation today and they wanted the budget to be as, as low as possible mm. for like commercial work. Yeah. And um, even the words they were using, like, hey, like we are like on a thin budget, like what's the cheapest you can do? And I said, hey, I understand that you are just trying to work within your budget and your accounting, mm. um, but saying what's the cheapest I can do or um, what's the thinnest we can do it on, you're already devaluing your work. Exactly. You're already devaluing what I'm going to do for you. It might not, your work might not be worth what it should be, which is, exactly. sucks. (laughs) It's like, could you please do half a painting? Like, could you just do 25 (laughs) hours? Like, don't add the Mexico detail you're adding. (laughs) The tiny little writing. Exactly. Can you just remove the tiny little writing? Can you just go rub that out? It's like, that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes you just have to let those clients go mm. um, and it sucks but maybe they'll come back in a week and they'll have a bigger budget yeah, and exactly. they'll respect your work yeah I, I'm lucky that I have I think there's two of my closest friends that are really good at when they're talking to me they're just like no you can't like do this you have to say this like put these in place so that you know these people are not um just taking advantage not take um just like this isn't cheap like Mm. what you're doing isn't just something that you know you can get every day yeah or that's just yeah totally i think people don't some people just don't understand art i guess and then it's so easy for someone to to send off a dm Mm. oh this is sick (laughs) how much happens all the time all the time (laughs) yeah Yeah. it happens to me too it's crazy it's like oh yeah we'd love to get like a couple session i'm like yeah Yeah. sweet um and then i just give me an email send them price guide and it's not that i like my prices aren't ridiculous they're pretty average for sydney Mm. um but it's yeah it's it's yeah i guess it's when there's like i think Maybe some of the issue of social media when people are just seeing images the whole time. Yeah, like they feel like they paintings. can just consume your painting. Yeah, like that. it's not really. Yeah, that's why I guess I I want to have more exhibitions mm. because it's just not the same. Like yeah. you were saying to me earlier before we recorded, um, just printing your photos. Yeah, and like seeing a photo printed is way different than seeing it yeah. on a screen. Exactly. Uh, same with artworks, like you just get way much more from seeing it in person. I think that's even the the biggest, like, well, the most I've ever been paid for, like, jobs is often when I get to show them something physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because they can hold it, they can touch it. They mm-hmm. It becomes theirs when it's in their hands. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when you're in exhibition, it's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you feel kind of connected to a painting and you get to, like, see the wood and yeah. hear the finishes and, like... Yeah. It is quite nice. Yeah. And then you get it also in context with what's around it as well, mm. which is cool. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had an exhibition? No. Oh, do you want to? <laughs> well, I, and up until having this conversation right now, I didn't. But now I'm like, maybe Ooh. I do. Because I'm <laughs> yeah. doing a series right now, like all on analog, like just shooting film mm. of like Bronte and 
um, nice. around, but I've never really thought myself as like an artist as such. Mm, right, yeah. But then recently, people have been asking for my like my prints, and I'm like, oh, maybe maybe this is yeah. a thing. But like you yeah. said, you can't call yourself one until you have an exhibition. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's the rule. I know, I know. At the same time, I'm kind of like, maybe that is the rule. But then, like, what? How does that work? How do you get an exhibition? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You have to have I mean, friends and have a uh, space. Um. Well, I mean, I just found a space that I think was recommended to me through a friend. It mm. wasn't a friend space. So even with the exhibition I'm wanting to have next, I haven't um, found a specific gallery. Yeah. I'm just searching them out. Because different uh, exhibit spaces, the one I did last year was just like you pay a set rate for the week or something. But most most gallery spaces will take like 40% like commission or you know they'll take a percentage so that's part of my dilemma for the next one is do uh, which way do I want to go with it that's so interesting there's advantages and disadvantages with both of course I guess because the ones that take commission have I guess the gallery reputation and they have all the things that they market I guess that they would help in that Mm. way because last year it's like I was doing the marketing, the social media, like this, yeah, know, promote, yeah. Did you have many people show up that you didn't know? Yeah, there were a few. That's good. It was interesting. Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize that there were some people that were like had been following my work. Um, I thought most of That's it was so just nice. Really, yeah, it was really nice actually. Some girl uh, came up to me on the opening night and she's like I've been following your work for years and I was like this feels really weird but it's nice though it's, yeah. it's really nice so that's, yeah. a ni- that's a nice one it was nice yeah <laughs> that's good <laughs> not to say I didn't feel awkward <laughs> oh 100% I've been really following nice. you yeah 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 or just sees you on the street I follow you on yeah. Instagram oh yeah because well because all my ice creams were Messina mm. I there were some people that I had bumped into at Messina and be like, oh, you're the girl that paints the ice creams. And I'm like, yeah. Like, wow. it was yeah, really weird. Ice cream enthusiasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, I guess after, you know, we t- we kind of touched on price, but mm-hmm. you and I were talking about the idea of, like, being a starving artist. <laughs> and do you want to speak to that a little bit? Like, what that is yeah. and what you, your experience has been? So, obviously, like, I'm not literally... A yeah. starving artist. I I live at home, and I guess I'm not looking to move out anytime soon. Hopefully, my parents don't push me out soon. Yeah, she <laughs> has I a guess, beautiful home. Yeah, though, so it's, it's <laughs> but I do love my parents. Yeah, um, I guess uh, the luxury with living at home and I'm not paying rent at the moment is that I can be an artist because if I'm have those. Um, like the needs of having money all the time yeah. to pay rent or to buy groceries. You yeah. Know, that's a different situation. Totally. And so I just have a bit more freedom. But um, yeah, I mean, there's the part where I guess the term starving artist is why we were joking about it at first was because I get people asking me for commissions yeah. of artworks that I'm just like, it's so funny that you asked me for this because it's just not 
anything that I paint. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can you paint my dog? Yeah, can yeah. you paint my dog? And I've had that asked so many yeah. times. And I was like, I don't want to be, like, the girl that paints dogs either. <laughs> yeah, of course not. So it's like, at what point do I not have, like, commissions lined up that I accept these random offers just for a little hit of cash? Yeah, well, I think you yeah. do... You sell yourself out. The tension of, like, I did a family session the other day, and Mm -hmm. I don't really like, like, I love families, but (laughs) I I don't like shooting families for my business because Mm -hmm. it's, like, quite a lot to organize, and it's usually short, um, and it just isn't sustainable. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't mean that I don't have a really good time. Yeah. You know, it's quite fun. But I could book, say, if someone wants a family session like two p.m. on mm. whatever a Saturday, yeah. I can book a wedding. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a whole day, yeah. and it's going to pay me for a month yeah. rather than pay me exactly. for like half a week. So, and then I guess in the direction where you want to see yourself going, yeah, it would probably, I mean, for you maybe would be more weddings or things. Yeah, I think like professionally, I'd like to shoot. I'm building a wedding brand, and like I'd like to shoot more mm. weddings. Um, but even just what we were saying before, I think the like deep down goal would be for, the more artistic shots, yeah. Like the your like surf ones, and yeah. Like beach ones, yeah. Like fine art photography, yeah. Because I think that that's what people. Funny enough, like most people will message me and ask me about that stuff, like mm. because they can connect with it. Yeah, they're not gonna. They don't particularly connect with someone else's wedding, mm. um, <laughs> yeah. which is okay, and I <laughs> yeah. get that. But that's why you build a wedding brand and you're sharing a lot of wedding yeah. photos because a couple comes along that oh, I love his style of how yeah. he shoots weddings. And like for me, it's very documentary. And, yeah. um, but I guess for those as well, they're yeah. for people that are in the photos, they're really meaningful. So yeah. there's still that great part about it. So just finding that balance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't yeah. been painting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. I think I painted two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> One was for, I mean, they're both for people that I'm, um, I guess, too cl- close, I guess, close to in some way. Okay. One was, a like, one of my best friends, and I actually yeah. told her I refused for a year. She was just kind of like, can you please buy my dog? And I said, I promise you, I will never paint your dog. And I was dead serious about it. Why did you give in? Until <laughs> it was, this was a couple of years ago. It was her 21st birthday. And I was like, mm. what could I get her that she would really love? And I knew it would be a painting of her well, dog. That's so good. That <laughs> so works she didn't, then. she didn't actually pay me for that. So I yeah. don't know. I guess that's And that not, feels better. It feels better. If yeah. you're ever going to do something that I've experienced for those that are trying to price their work and, and was that when you do a work for less it just doesn't like we i mentioned this earlier it doesn't feel as good it doesn't yeah. but when you do something for free yeah and you you give it as a gift um say for me it may be a style shoot or it may be like mm. a, giving a print to a bride because like it's nice to, to over deliver yeah that stuff feels nice it but does. if you're being paid if you're being asked for discounts and yeah. you're being asked for those things and you say yes to it because maybe you do need that money mm. to make put food on the table yeah. that week it's um it just doesn't feel like you were loved or valued as much and they try to take more advantage of you often i feel yeah and i guess i think when people get it as a gift usually the people you're gifting to it to they know the worth of what it is like and the just like the love that like with the act of giving totally like your art to someone 
guess now your artwork moving forward what would what is kind of the dream like what would you like to paint this is really tricky so i mean what i'm painting now i'm actually really enjoying painting Mm. Um, what are you painting now so now i'm painting all these little different restaurant scenes which is so cool they're really cool i really love them and i didn't really think that this was going to be my next series i was simply just like one day i was like okay i have to start painting something wasn't intended um, Mm. to sell it or anything I just found some videos actually on my phone and I was like these would actually make cool paintings so I just screenshotted the video and some of them were like from a couple years back yeah and I painted one and I was like this actually is pretty sick (laughs) that's awesome yeah so I think I, I am really attracted to paintings of like scenery where you can kind of put yourself into it mm. or it like takes you somewhere else or like memories and things. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I definitely like pa- paintings that give you like the bigger picture. Like I, so my old ones, the ice cream, it was kind of just like the subject of like a hand and an ice cream. But now this one, you can kind of, yeah, I like being able to yeah, put yourself. Yeah, you can feel it because yeah, of the detail it. that you pour into it. Yeah. Like, it's even, like atmosphere, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was shocked because the photo kind of looked fake when I was looking at the yeah. photo. Because I saw you painting first, and yeah. then I saw the photo, and I'm like, wait, which one's real? Like, <laughs> you know, like, but because they're watercolor, you can see that it's a painting, but mm. just the, uh, like, how fine each mm. brush stroke is, is just yeah. dumb. It <laughs> it's is. It's crazy. really dumb. <laughs> That's why it takes me so long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah that's i think that actually that kind of gives me an idea i'm like i want to take more photos like that and think more outside of like because i just shoot the beach a lot because mm-hmm. it's where i am it's kind of my backyard yeah. but it'd be nice to kind of get out and maybe take some photos of restaurants and stuff yeah or things like that yeah i think i just because i spend so much time and i'm like i think i've almost i don't I'm not really super conceptual about like yeah. what this feels like, but I no, you're just kind like, of like I have been thinking like with these ones, I I really do just like enjoy being in like sitting in restaurants and just kind of people watching or mm. just like being like feeling the mood kind yeah. of of the room. That's um, so nice. It makes me want to go to a restaurant now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not usually like when I think of these restaurants that I've painted. It's not really for the food. Yeah. Like, it's it's more like the people that I'm with. It's or, how you felt. Yeah, I how guess. I felt, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's yeah, more like nostalgic in, in a way. Space kind of is, yeah, it's definitely nostalgic. Yeah, you can go them. find inspiration. Yeah. Or right. even, it was funny when restaurants, like, started opening up, they were still quite empty mm. because of all the, like, the space and yeah the restrictions the restrictions of like distancing and people were still just hesitant to go out it like a lot of the restaurants just didn't feel the same because it didn't have that buzz i guess yeah that's cool i think um yeah it it encourages encourages me to think more outside the box and to kind of use what's in your hands Mm -hmm. because even for me like photography and film photography so now there's something so nice and beautiful about getting film developed yeah and not knowing the photos you took Mm -hmm. and i get the like analog process it's almost like become yeah it's become like 
something I look forward to at the end of my yeah. week because I've been trying to shoot like a roll a week, which yeah. is expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's a hobby, like going to the gym or something, yeah. it's it's actually so it seems so cheap to me because yeah. it's and some of the photos aren't that great, you yeah. know. But I remember how it felt in that moment to yeah. kind of pull that shutter, like even this morning. I walked into Bronte Pool with my film camera. Oh, <laughs> and risky. Like, yeah, it was so risky. If I dropped it, I was gone. <laughs> but, um, and I saw these people looking at me, and it's because there was this light, like, touching the sandstone and, like, making this really beautiful flickery um, thing. And I was just like, this looks sick. I need to get a photo of this. So, like, I took a few photos, yeah. and maybe they'll be cool. Maybe I'm the same. Well, because... Usually, yeah. obviously, when I'm painting, it's from an image yeah, or, like, a still from a video. But mm-hmm. they start off of just, like, I think we've probably got that similar thing. Yeah. I'm, at first, I'm capturing it on video or photo. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I just need to somehow capture that because yeah. that lighting even is just so cool. And then rather than, like, it leaving and, and just passing into, into nothingness when you're just on your camera roll, you're then taking it again and you're recreating it yeah from you know i guess you're referencing the photo but that that's such a nice way and i think maybe that's even why selling prints is nice because the first time i ever walked into a home and i didn't realize that they had one of my prints oh cool they bought it in like a gallery um oh well i guess i've had some of my photos in a gallery it was like at uh, the creative conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did, like, a gallery. And I walked into a friend's place, and they had one of my big ocean prints, like, on their wall. Oh, and I was like it, – and it was funny because I was like, this looks so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Where have I seen this before? And then they were like, oh, yeah, this is yours. Yeah, well, no, they didn't know it was mine, actually, at oh. first. So that was a crazy story because I had Kurt Michael in the left corner. Yeah. Um, and I said – and they're like, yeah, how beautiful is it? And like, we're having this conversation about this this picture. That, and then Wait I said, a second. I, like, this, I think this is mine. And then I found the name, and then they were shocked. Oh, and it was cool. So it was funny, a really yeah. cool experience because it was like they weren't complimenting me because yeah. they didn't know. And it kind of was a bit of a mystery, like mystery auction. Mm-hmm. So that probably was why. Yeah, I yeah, I had a, there was a mystery auction recently that I was a part of. For the bushfires oh, that was at Carriageworks. Yeah. But I so I don't know who bought it. Yeah. And I kind of wish I knew. I but wish yeah. I I totally get that. And it's cool seeing your art in someone's home, like seeing where people and it adds so it. much. Yeah. yeah, and it just like this was like the vibe. you walk in. Yeah. And it was like on the left above, like the the table, like whatever yeah. that's called, like the they leave me yeah. keys on, and yeah. Yeah. it was like just sitting above, so and I was cool. like. What? <laughs> yeah, you, you make someone's home, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Man. It's... Now I want to go work on my print store. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, I love what we've talked about. And um, I think, if anything, knowing how to place value in your artwork and kind of falling in love with the process has mm. been something that I can see that you do well. Mm. Um, but I love to finish each episode with five questions okay so first one is favorite film or series oh okay i think my favorite film is fantastic mr fox really <laughs> yeah was anderson yeah oh my i God. never understood people that rewatched films so many times until this movie came about 
Also, Isle of Dogs. I also love that one. Yeah. But Fantastic Mr. Fox, I will wa- I've watched that so many times. Really? Just Yeah. Makes you want to watch it. Wes Anderson's my favorite, like, yeah. director. I think it's as well, it's part of the, like, artistic details and stuff. Yeah, like the so... bat ball or whatever, yeah, the game every time I watch it, I'm like, <laughs> you see this something is so new. impressive. Yeah. yeah, you see something new, exactly. And um, he has the monopoly on that style. Like, yeah, no one else creates sure. like he does. No, yeah. And I guess as an artist, that's yeah. what we ultimately want. Yeah. To take things that no one else... I well, want, it's like, such a signature look. Yeah, my goal would be... One day for someone to see a photo and be like, oh, that's Kurt. Yeah, that looks like a Kurt. That's crazy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that would be a not, that would be yeah. an incredible feeling, yeah. but. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, to have that um, style. I'm still looking for that style, but. Yeah, and like my, <laughs> my mentors of people that inspire me have often said that that you may take, you may spend 20 years realizing everything you're not to then spend mm. the next like rest yeah, you exactly. know with and if it takes you 20 years that's that's pretty short yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. it's funny it is. because as an art- artist you take a long time yeah. to do things it, it's not just it's not like instagram where it's just post 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 yeah. it's like no this is i have to keep creating this and then you get over the ice yeah. creams you realize you're not an yeah. ice cream yeah you kind of start to realize what you don't like what path you don't want to go down. Yeah, what, by yeah. going down it. Yeah, by going down it. That's how it has to yeah. That's yeah. life, I guess. Um, um, but then you still, on the way, obviously, you're still getting better and developing yeah. your craft, I guess. Um, it's so, because I went from a super moody city streetwear photographer <laughs> to now super coastal and like yeah. warm and contrasty and heavy shadows. Yeah. I didn't even know what contrast was like five years ago, you know what I mean? People be like, it's so contrast. And I was like, what is contrast? Such a rookie. <laughs> um, and people that don't know what contrast is, it's cool. Just Google it. <laughs> it might be a setting on your little Instagram editing. Yeah, it is. Just make, make it. Anyway. Um, what's one book that's left a mark on you? Oh, a book. It doesn't have to be a book if you're not a book person. Can I say a picture book? Okay, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty bad with reading books. Like, I'm really slow. And I think I always try to, I, my self-talk always tells me that, like, no, you shouldn't be reading a book because there's all this other stuff to do. And books seem like a leisurely thing in my mind. Yeah. Although I know that it's actually really um Reading books is actually really great for like yeah, that's so your mind. interesting. But um, I so I can't really think of a book, although I have actually read some great great ones, um, just probably a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But picture book, um, there's this artist called Sean Tan. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's an Australian artist, and we had to study one of his books. I think it was in year seven in high school, and. It's all his hand drawings and there's no words. So then that's, yeah, it's not really a reading No, book, no, but, but that's it's, cool. it's all words and it's called The Arrival. Okay. I think. Um, but it's really good. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, obviously, it did leave a mark yeah. on you, grade seven. That's yeah. a while ago. Well, I guess as well, because art's my thing. Um, yeah. You could just see the story through all the pictures and that was, it was, yeah, it was really good. That's so interesting. Yeah. 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 Since year seven, exactly. Yeah. And I haven't thought I'll have of that. I have to check him out. Sean Tan. Yeah. Um, well, you're pretty young, but what's one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Oh. Um, 
I guess I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to know what we're going to do so early on. But if you're just working on what you love to do, opportunities present themselves that you don't really see happening or wouldn't have ever thought of um, that could actually throw you into something that you really love. So live in the present, kids. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's powerful. I think everyone needs to hear that. Um, What does becoming mean to you? Mm. some reason that word just like triggered like leaving a legacy for some reason even though I've never thought to do that but if I think about all the people that really matter in my life um, from what they've become just and the legacy that I really um, am inspired by maybe for myself <laughs> I mean as well I'm still quite young but yeah um, I think that's I something to aspire to a legacy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> great um, last question what are you dreaming about right now I never think about these questions <laughs> that's why I ask them <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I dreaming about Literal dreams. Um, Whatever you want it to be. This is just like a funny dream. Yeah. Personal dream. Okay. Would love to be in the Archibald or something one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. An Archibald prize? Yeah. Um, but the dream, I guess, would be just to keep on painting and doing something I love. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well. To keep it short. <laughs> for any um, aspiring artists or creators or people out there what would you any advice you'd like to leave them oh i think a lot of people ask me very often that are artists um aspiring to be artists yeah (laughs) they always ask how do i get better or they're like how do i paint like you are like you paint i like just practice yeah you literally just have to put the hours in yeah um and I think when you love something, you do put the time into something. Like, you will put in the effort. And um, yeah. yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I think that's great. It's a great place to leave it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much for being on Up and Becoming. Oh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was Ella Lister. I hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation. It was a little bit more laid back just because we've known each other for quite some time. But how good is that? That we can sit across from our friends, have a conversation about the challenges we face when it comes to pricing, valuing yourself, pursuing your dreams as a creative artist, business owner. It truly does uh, leave me with such a, just a motivation to get out there and keep having a go. If you did take something away, please jump on Instagram, share it with your friends, go to Apple, give it a five-star rating and 
I'll see you guys next week for episode 13. Bye.